it's so so hot in here. How hot is it? It's uh, 34 Celsius. What is that? His, what's 34 Celsius in Fahrenheit? 93. Oh, wait. You also use Celsius. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is for, well, for, this the, is for listeners. the listeners. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. 34 yeah, in, indoors? Uh, oh, I don't know about indoors. Like, this is outside. Oh, okay. This is outside. Okay. But honestly, indoors is probably worse because Amsterdam. <laughs> like, oh the, 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 the buildings are not ready for warm heat. Okay, I have to turn off the fan. Uh, oh, this is going to suck. I can do this. I still have the window open, so I don't know about the noises, mm. like if the microphone's going to capture this. All of this for podcasting. <laughs> all of you. All of this for you, listeners. Yeah, we've also been having like a pretty warm summer. Hey, uh, global warming. Uh, <laughs> but it's been in <laughs> yeah. the like 28, 29, 30 degree range. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like aggressively climate control our place so it's never more than like 22 in here so that's nice yeah we do well so we do well in the winter because all every place is has heating central Mm -hmm. heating whatever but then this is probably true like for most of europe there's no ac we don't do that here because it never gets that warm uh, until now, in, insert uh, what was uh, CGP Grey's episode about uh, no AC in London? I Do, don't think I, I've seen. Have you listened to that? I can try to find it, but I don't know if I'll be able to. But it's like he he was saying how like in London every year there's like this is like a record of like how hot it is. Like this <laughs> this is this never happens, and he's like no. This is every single year. <laughs> like, <laughs> we need to, we need better infrastructure. Like this is not some random fluke that happens every ten years. This is every single year. I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> but it is kind of funny. Like, do do you think it's like? Is it because generally Europe is just older as a like compared might be, to might be America? I don't know. Like, like it's all, it never really gets that hot. I don't think. Mm. Like or, or historically, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> At least when when these buildings were built, <laughs> right? Which has been I don't know, uh, thousands of years. It's <laughs> probably not true, but maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's it's we're just in denial. I think we just need to build ACs. <laughs> in every oh, where did I hear this? Was it Kimmy Schmidt? <laughs> like someone said, I'm in denial. <laughs> so, so you mean the the river in Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh man, that's loud. Okay, wait. I have to close the the, uh, the, the the window. You can hear it outside. You can hear the boats, boat motors in the canal. It's annoying. No, but I can't hear anything. <laughs> uh, also, headphones. Turns out, like they're pretty warm as well. Huh. Uh, you know, like big chunky over the ear headphones. Did you see warm. the rumors that apparently Apple's gonna release the Beats like? Or not Beats, but um, the, AirPods the studio, studio something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man, I've been I've been hearing those rumors for a long time. In like less than a month, I think. Uh yeah. I I realize that I I I spend way too much money on headphones and I'm never truly happy. Uh like I bought two pairs of Beats uh, studio. I bought I bought the previously the, the solos, the Beats solos, and then uh, I got now the the Sony's. Which by the way, did you see that I came up with an update? Yeah, I did see that, but I don't really I forget the product name. Know any information? I just, I, just 
I just saw they look the same, and then I close the tab. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so it's like the big missing feature that they introduced is uh, multi multi uh, multi device support, mm. right? Like, so you don't need to pair it right. constantly. If, this is uh, what every it. headphone in the world should have, by the way. <laughs> like, even yeah. AirPods. It's like. Look, Apple, I know you think you're smart and you can figure out how to auto switch between the things, but no, realistically, like that's probably not going to happen. So just have, I guess yeah. how it works is they have multiple sort of Bluetooth receivers. Yeah, I don't know how it works. I don't know if it, like it's always on. Like if you're playing music on your phone and your laptop, if they both play at the yeah. same time. I don't think that's it. I think it's just quote unquote smart and like switches channels or whatever, you know, like, okay, now this, I like I received some hmm. bits from this device let's switch the port to this i don't i don't know but anywho um so are you tempted to get them or no oh no no i think i'm I'm okay these are these are good and and i feel like now deborah is um she's working from from an office so i'm working from home alone again um so i don't have a use for headphones as much as i used to to have right so i listen to music you know from my home pod uh and also i don't know about you but like if i'm alone at home and i have noise canceling headphones which is the case like i i get paranoid that like i might miss the bell if like that's a delivery or it's like something uh, i feel like i i don't want to have noise canceling headphones hmm. when i'm alone <laughs> if that makes sense yeah um, i think that makes sense um thanks yeah i don't, I'm know. I'm, I, don't I, I mean i don't have these these concerns personally but but yeah i, mm-hmm. I can i can get that I was going to ask, so for me, the one thing actually like that's been like annoying me a little bit, like now that I'm working from home all the time is um, for hangout or just like any video call, you know, we need to figure out a better term for like the non-platform specific <laughs> way of doing calls. But um, I think Zoom is, is, is slowly getting that, no, like, it's t- not. becoming a verb. No, it's not. Zoom is so terrible. <laughs> You're in denial. I, I can't even. <laughs> but like, do you keep your headphones on for the for those meetings, or do you take them off? Like, say you're by yourself. There's not any you know specific noise in your background. Like you're just by yourself. Do you do you wear those headphones, or do you just go headphoneless? Like if I'm not listening to music or anything. Yeah. Just keep them on. Like you're just in a meeting. Oh, if I'm in a meeting, I have headphones for sure. Right. Okay. So I, yeah, that's that's what I'm doing too. But that essentially then means that I'm wearing AirPods all day. Um, and as much as I and like the battery doesn't. As much as I like AirPods, well, one, yeah, the battery is a thing. But I've, I added the, a wireless charger to my desk, so I can just drop the case there, uh, yes. and it charges. And so it's for the most part, it's not really much of an issue. But um, no, but I just actually don't find AirPods comfortable to wear all day. Hmm. Like I, <laughs> I often take those like five minute like AirPods break <laughs> where I just like take them off a little bit. Um, and so I've been like kind of thinking that maybe I would get some over the ear headphones. But the big caveat with this is I wear glasses and I find mm-hmm. most headphones to be be not comfortable with glasses um and i like don't particularly care for the look of the sony's not that that matters that much but you know you know me <laughs> <They look good. laughs> so i'm like oh that's when i saw that rumor for 
Apple stuff, I was like, oh, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe. These are like yeah. really comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I also don't usually have issues with, you know, being too tight or I do wear glasses occasionally, not always. But mm-hmm. Yeah. So I guess I don't usually have a problem with comfort, but uh, these are, you know, extremely comfortable. Uh, you know, my AirPods are now started doing, uh, like, they started buzzing. Oh, really? To, if I say, like, from humming, there's certain frequencies that the headphones buzz, and it's not, into, like, incredibly consistent. Like, sometimes it's worse, and then it gets better. Huh. I am I am attributing, like, oh, this is probably because I'm running betas and probably have, like, a beta <laughs> firmware, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, maybe I'm also in denial. That's, like, the theme of this episode, feels like. <laughs> but, uh, like, I, uh, I really didn't want to you know send them back for for repair or whatever but has this ever happened to you mm. they buzz when you when you talk oh no i don't yeah. think that's ever happened to me but um it's happened to me before that i just like i open i get them out of the case i put them in and then there's some sort of like random background static and then generally what i do is i put them back in the case take them out again and it's fine Hmm. Uh, but it's very well, rare it's happened to me maybe once or twice i don't know well I'll, we'll see we'll see hey uh last week i asked you uh if you want to place a bet if my app was gonna be, get rejected or not yep it got rejected twice <gasps> <laughs> no <laughs> how come i mean if you follow me on twitter you've you know that it has been approved by now but it took me a couple yeah tries. that's what i saw i was feeling pretty smug about my prediction i was like haha yeah. <laughs> No, it's annoying. Also, you know, I assume most of the App Store like review review team, whatever, they're based in California. I assume, like most of them, I assume, uh, which means that usually like the reviews only start like late at night here. Uh, so okay. I have like, oh, okay, I'll send a new build for for testing, and that it always takes like twenty four hours at you know the minimum to to. Well, to get rejected again. Uh, anyway, uh, so the the reason was, to, uh, thankfully, was like uh, something very easy and quick to fix, quote unquote fix. Uh, they didn't like that my app icon was like too dark, and they can't. They don't allow like app icons what? to have a a black background because they want to keep that the circular shape. You know, they don't oh want it to blend God. in the background. And I was like, well, first of all, uh, technically it's not black, right? Like it's, <laughs> it's very dark, but it's not black. And it also had that, I was going for like this, uh, like perspective, like this almost 3D mm-hmm. thing, like in where the bottom border is like thicker than the top, you know? Um, so I was going for that look and I, I was I also, hello, Uber app icon. <laughs> I know. Okay. But look at the Uber app and it has a very, very thin white border. Uh, and so in the hig they say okay but you can also add a border to like they just want to make sure that you know the, the it doesn't look like an android icon and where you know there's no there's no shape to it okay um right, got it so it's like okay fine i get it i understand i get it so what i did was like, i just lightened up the whole thing like it's so very light grays and and i i made the whole border like even more prominent um mm. like increase the contrast on that so i think anyone would look at that and say like sure i mean it's it's a dark background but it's not black like i can clearly see the mm-hmm. edges you know in the shape right. so i submitted again and they said no what uh, but this time they said like the same rule that i was quote unquote breaking which is this app icon something but this time they said right you can't have the background black 
uh, which it was not, um, and uh, it needs to uh, it needs to look circular. And I was like, oh, okay, I know what's going on now. It's because I was going for that three D perspective look, and so it doesn't look like just a circle. It looks like a raised, you know, button. Um, so I could I couldn't go with that look. So I was like, fine. <laughs> it, it has been like 48 hours by this point. I was so frustrated. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll give up. I'll compromise. I'll give up on that look. And I'll just add a, a purple like border stroke around the thing and submit it in that it was accepted. So now my app icon, again, by the way, I'm still in denial. Hey, <laughs> team. Uh, because I will keep using that original app icon in all my marketing promo- like material, oh, really? promotional material. Because uh, I think it looks way better than the one I eventually submitted. Yeah, I'm gonna send you. Wait, my spotlight is all wonky. You know when you type spotlight? Like Isn't that always? <laughs> yeah. Like now I'm looking for. You know, I just start uh, searching for Sketch, and he has like a bunch of Sketch files, but the actual app Sketch is not here. Ugh. So anyway, the app is approved, was approved, and now I'm just building a website, and it's been fun. Hey, by the way. Mm-hmm. Did you know this is? I know I don't know if you're gonna believe this, but I'm building a website using just HTML and CSS. I'll That's probably add incredible. some JavaScript eventually, and I'm not using any local server or live reloads <laughs> or node modules or npm packages or nothing. Nice. And I'm using a single app. I'm using uh, Nova's. And Nova has a built-in like preview. Or, yes. Oh, um, really? Okay. Yeah, cool. so it's like, wow, look at me. I am building a website mm-hmm. using just static stuff, <laughs> using a single app made by Panic. What year is no, this? Yeah, Nova is so awesome, actually. I really it's incredible. It. Yeah, finally. The only thing that bothers me is like if you're doing more fancy stuff and have um, styled components, it like doesn't do the right. CSS highlighting properly. But Oh, have you, have you checked if uh, there's a, an extension? I took a look quickly, but there was like five extensions total or something. Like it was a very small amount. Um, That's cool. So there's one thing I want to make sure you include in the website, actually. (laughs) Because I love your idea of like recreating the actual interface. Uh Please make the time be live. (gasps) Oh, good idea. Yes, I'll do that. Yes. Please, 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 please do that. Okay. So I guess JavaScript. I have to. Ooh, okay. So is the last one your final icon? Yeah. Don't tell me you prefer it. I do do prefer it to the other one, I have to say. Oh, okay. I really like it. (laughs) Oh, thanks. (laughs) Hey, by the way, like this, this, I don't know if I mentioned this in a podcast, like that icon, my app icon. And by the way, look at the, we'll update the show art. So you can see what we're seeing. That icon means really nothing. It was like it was an icon that I made years ago for Netlify, and it was supposed to mean scalable. It was meant for it to use in like a plan. Like this plan is scalable. It will scale to address your needs. Mm. Yada yada yada. We never actually shipped it. Like it was not very successful as a scalable icon. But I really liked the icon, and so when like when it comes time to come up with an icon, like I'll just use this as a placeholder and so like i know it's not like it doesn't mean anything it's not great but i just like it and so i'm just gonna go with it because i'm lazy and i don't want to but in some way i feel like it looks kind of i i can see how this almost feels like a like you're shooting out a web like there's a 
okay. sort of direction to it. And you can also say that it's sort of like a a sound wave or something like that. Sure. It's like, you know, the, the sort of like echo that's like. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a ripple. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So exactly. I think it, it makes sense for the app. Like I yeah. can't think of another icon that would work better. So yeah. 100%. I love it. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Happy accident. <laughs> anyway. Cool. 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 Okay. Um, um, oh, one thing I wanted to say is um, I don't know how like you know, into the the la- latest and greatest JavaScript you are. Maybe you are, but um, I did come across this article a while ago. I'll try to find it for the show notes, but um, okay. it was um, this person who went through and basically like saying like, here's how you can like basically recreate the things you need from jQuery in pure JavaScript. Um, and it was a super insightful article. Like I haven't really done anything with it, but, um, instead of, you know, instead of having to include jQuery for like basic little stuff, like, you know, updating the, the time to the current time mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, it's a really good article. Oh, nice. Uh, so, yeah. I would love to, to, you probably to how to, like, know how to do all that stuff anyways, but I mean, I'm, I'm okay. Comfortable, familiar with, you know, ES6 and, and I'm okay. Like I, I don't, I don't love JavaScript, but like, so, but I, but I need, you know, you can't escape JavaScript mm-hmm. <laughs> in your career at some point. So it's just like when I have to, like, okay, fine, I'll just, I'll, I'll get something working. But it's never like I'm not, I'm by no means any like JavaScript expert or mm-hmm. whatever. Like at this point, I feel more comfortable with Swift than JavaScript for sure. Uh, I also see you're running uh, Big Sur. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, not all the time, but uh, yeah, for that, yeah, it was yeah. Nice. How is it? Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's still, it's still, it's still a bit buggy, and I wouldn't, you know, I switch back now uh, to record this, so I just have the two partitions. So when I need to do something like, you right. know, then I can't, <laughs> take, I can't take risks that you know shit was not going to work or it's going to be. Yeah, buggy. I mean, apparently, I audio I hijack doesn't work on Big Sur. <laughs> so, so I've heard. Yeah, actually, I haven't tried. Like, I never even tried to record this, you know, on Big Sur. Uh, mm-hmm. I would never do that to you and the listeners because I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster. Uh. Yeah, but but uh, but overall, like if you just like, there's a surprising number of apps that actually work pretty well. Um, like ScreenFlow, for example, is an app that I just assume oof, there's probably a lot going there that you know mm-hmm. gonna need to be updated to support new versions of whatever. But that 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 works. Zoom works. Uh, there's some like weird. <laughs> that things is in really layout. surprising. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, for the first like in beta one, Zoom. Like all the icons, you couldn't see them. They were there, <laughs> and so if you knew where, to, and some of the labels were there, so if you know where to look or where to click, mm-hmm. you could get by. But you couldn't see the icons; they wouldn't not be, they wouldn't be rendered. That was weird. But if, in the meantime, Zoom updated their app, and I don't know, they fixed that. Uh, there's definitely still some wonkiness with uh, um, toolbars. Like for example, in Sketch, uh, the whole toolbar is like a bit. The layout is a bit buggy, hmm. um, but overall, it works. It looks okay. Like I'm still, uh, it's like this. I like it. I like to use it, and I like how it looks because it feels modern and new and fresh. And looks, I think it looks better. But uh, the designer in me is also like, but I don't know if this is a better design. If it, you know, in terms of contrast and accessibility and just like being clear and intentional with things, like there's a lot of rough edges um, Mm -hmm. that I'm not entirely on board with. Um, so I, I get a, I get a feeling that once 
that new sense of oh this is new and fresh and cool like once that fades fades away um I'm not sure if we're going to end up with a better product than we have today. I think some of that stuff is kind of necessary to just push things forward. Uh, but I agree mm-hmm. that they're they're trying a lot of things <laughs> with this new operating system, and it's unclear if like like ever all of them will be successful or not. But mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't I haven't installed it at all, so I've just been oh, going wow. off of screenshots. Um, I do feel well, like why, why the contrast you? just seems crazy on some of the controls. Like it just seems really bad. Like the the search field seems terrible. The hmm. uh, what is it like the segmented controls? I think like are so pale. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. everything kind of blends in. And something that's been tripping me up is how they make like I don't know if I'm crazy with this, but how like normally i find i i think that when a window is in primary focus it has like the sort of like darker uh bars like the toolbar um and then when it's in the background it used to be like the back like the the gray stuff was like a lighter shade of gray when it was inactive and now that seems like it's the opposite anyways all the inactive, the the active windows look inactive to me. <laughs> in this new operating mm-hmm. system, just really weird. Uh, and I will never get used to like the um, fading out the entire app <laughs> when there's a modal that that pops up. Oh my god! I'm yeah. I hate those modals. This is so terrible. Models. Like it just looks really, really bad. <sighs> so yeah, it feels like I, I only you ask like, why. Why are they doing this now? And the best answer I can come up with is that because they are bringing both macOS and iOS closer together, yeah. not just in like, you know, now you have shared uh, UI frameworks like Swift UI and stuff and even Catalyst. There's like bridges now happening between these two platforms. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you know, with uh, in a couple of years, a couple of months, we're going to have the same uh, chip architecture. So, you know, and we know that apps, iOS apps, will be able to run on the Mac. So they're getting closer and closer together while not still, uh, you know, uh, becoming a single OS. Um, so I think it's, it's that, like, what's motivating this whole thing is, like, to bring that consistency across platforms. Um, yeah. And guess what? Like, I think... <laughs> It's mostly making Mac more like iOS and not really making iOS more like Mac. <laughs> I guess you could say something for like, well, but the, the iPad OS got uh, you know sidebars or whatever. Like, okay. yeah, that um, like the menus that like trying to keep people in context with what they're sure. doing. Like, I think there are some small ways in which they're doing that. But but like, but if you if you live in in a world in where you are not an iOS user, so you're you're just Maybe just use Mac. That's your only Apple platform, and maybe then you have an Android phone. You know, this. Anyway, uh, like for for you, you don't see that consistency. So you're mm-hmm. like you only. Like I don't think this makes a better product for you. I don't think. Right. Um, so it's 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 hard to 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 come to terms with these trade offs and, and and motivations behind these these decisions. I still think like sure, it looks cool and modern. It looks fresh, but there's a lot of. For for consistency being the primary like the, the driver uh, factor here, like even in the app icon things, they're so like inconsistent. <laughs> like, <laughs> like now we have a shared icon shape, uh, 
but then you know famously messages is very 3d-ish and there's a lot of volume to it and whatever but then let's say music it's like you know it's it's a carved out icon from the thing you know it's, instead yeah. of being it's like on a different uh direction in the z, z axis if that makes sense uh it's not jumping out it's like jumping in oh my <laughs> God. english anyway like they're not even consistent consistent on that um it's it's a bit it's a bit odd. I think I think it'll be we'll go through a transition period and just, things are awkward sometimes, and yeah. hopefully we'll polish them over time because it's a massive. Like I don't know how long they've been working on this, but this is a massive <laughs> project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Dude, I need to go get water real quick. Okay, give me one second. <sighs> I'm back. It's still so hot. Hey, do you know that I learned something? Uh, cats, um, like fans, don't do shit for cats. What? Um, you know fans? Yeah. <laughs> like if it's hot and you're human, uh-huh. if you get a fan, you turn on the fan and it's the air, you know, circling around, it cools you down. Uh-huh. Um, this is not effective, effective for cats. They, I assume because of the fur. If air is moving around, like they will not, cool, How do it will you not know? cool them down. Because <laughs> I was like, you know, it's too hot and my cat starts to freak out. She's just like, She's like walking, and then all of a sudden, poof, just falls on the ground. Like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm done with walking. Uh, it's, you, you see her laying in like weird corners of the uh. apartment, and where she usually wouldn't be in or just hang out. Um, and I'm like, hey, Zoe, that's my cat. Uh, here's the fan. Like, don't be a dumb dumb. Like, put, get in front <laughs> of the fan. It's cooler here. And she's like, nope, right. she, she, she doesn't get it. So I googled it. <laughs> turns out cats don't, don't really don't, interesting yeah. what about ac ac must affect them like what works is if the overall temperature of the room right. goes down of course you know well they, they can feel that mm-hmm. um the thing with fans is like fans suck like so honestly fans <laughs> are just uh just a hack you want to cool down like the room and just oh make air go really fast i guess that usually works <laughs> it does but it's just like you know as soon as the fan stops the, it's as hot as it was before, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I, I don't know. Don't email me, but like it feels like it, they're not a very effective <laughs> uh, method of cooling down a room. Uh, so, so yeah, get an AC. Cats will feel that. <laughs> um, quick follow up on the, the video equipment. Oh yeah, uh, so did I did buy a camera. So yeah. I, <laughs> I did buy some things. Uh, I Ooh, obviously didn't okay. buy a camera because the camera I wanted. Uh, is not even out yet um and also i'm still like not sure that i want the this new sony camera because okay well okay look this seems like (laughs) the perfect video camera but it seems very like like not the best choice for a a still camera um and the reason why i know that is i was like let me just google how many megapixels there is on my old like more than five-year-old camera <laughs> and i was like oh if it's like if it's the same like i'm kind of okay with what i have um i looked it up 16 megapixels <laughs> uh <laughs> and the the new brand new sony one is 12 Oof, that's so right i was just like i don't know if i can go back in that way like i think i would have been okay with staying the same Mm-hmm. But it just, es- a, a especially because I will use this a lot for photography and um, I don't want to, like, I'm not going to buy an, another camera like next year, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm 
plan on keeping this for a while. So I'm just like, uh, I don't know. Like, this just doesn't seem like it's the the perfect one yet. <laughs> so I'm back to, I guess, waiting <laughs> for an ideal camera of my dreams to come out at some point. Um, Isn't a, maybe a fancy Leica like the camera of your dreams? I know they're not incredible for also, video, but... Yeah. So I don't know how to describe this. <laughs> like, a Leica... To me, Aleka is like a, getting a Ferrari, basically. It's like, it's cool Sounds as great. hell. It's really awesome. But it has a ton of weird trade-offs. Where it's just, in real life, I find for my personal use, I think I would run into a bunch of these limitations. <laughs> and so I'm carrying around this like really expensive camera that like has this one or two areas in which they perform really well and in terms of feel for the experience is great but in terms of like flexibility is really like not optimal so it's very mature of you it's nice so it's like i don't, don't get me wrong every time i see someone with a lake i'm like ooh, can i try it <laughs> you know <laughs> and i'm excited about it but um but i just i feel like for me this is primarily a tool <laughs> and uh and yeah i need it to be flexible enough to do all the stuff i want to do with it so when you're when you eventually buy a like a it's safe to to say that it's your midlife crisis <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> yeah th- this is my version of buying a ferrari or whatever <laughs> cool no, that's, that's 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 actually pretty mature and uh, um yeah so cool. yeah um but i did buy some things so, oh yeah, because, so what'd you buy? Uh, because I was like, look, was it a microphone? Even even like if I do want to buy um this this Sony camera when it comes out, so I'll have a while to go. And I do have things that I need to shoot, like video wise, before that. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I have to like figure something out. I already have a camera, and that camera can record video, and I have lenses for it and everything. So like okay like what if i just stick with this as the video recording machine mm-hmm. what do i need i need a tripod and i need something to record Mike. the audio like some kind of microphone right and so um from the conversation on twitter like everyone was recommending different things but as usual everyone's trying to be so helpful but it's like there's no consensus in the room. <laughs> like everyone just d- totally disagrees with one another, which is like super un- unhelpful. Um, but anyways, it seemed like it's like either a lapel mic or a shotgun mic. Shotgun mic is potentially useful for more, you know, more factors, like more if you have multiple people or if you're like kind of carrying around stuff. But I was like, I- I'm... I don't want to buy something for the current camera if I'm planning on changing this camera at some point and potentially there will be better options for that. So like, for example, that new Sony camera has like an actual shotgun mic, like official attachment you can buy for it. it. And it like hooks directly into the hot shoe. It's like so much smaller and nicer than like all the other ones you, you buy on top. Um, it doesn't have like, you don't have to like plug it into the camera. It like just magically connects. Like it's just much nicer. Um, and, but like, obviously this wouldn't work for the camera I have right now, 
So I was like, I don't really feel like investing money into something like this at this point. So I basically bought the cheapest lapel mic I could possibly get uh, on Amazon. I think it was like 20, 30 bucks. Oh, no. Um, and it's basically like, it's just like this little mic with a uh, headphone jack coming out of it. Um, okay. And the idea, I, I have to use an adapter, of course, because iPhones don't have iPhone ja- uh, headphone jacks. But <laughs> So right. I use the little adapter and I can plug this into my iPhone and basically start the voice memo app and just record the audio through my iPhone. Okay. So, so I was like, okay, like, so I need this and then I need a tripod. <laughs> so I've also bought the cheapest iPod, tripod that I could oh, possibly no. get on Amazon, which is like probably the flimsiest tripod you've ever seen in your entire life. Why are you doing this? Um, but it's small. It's light. It's fine. <laughs> basically, it's like funny because this is maybe like the one time in my life where I like don't get the nice expensive thing <laughs> for, for something but it was kind of like me recognizing like look you're probably gonna use this like once or twice and then never use it again and so let's just like don't overspend on this thing like just try to get the and en- most entry-level thing you can get see how far that takes you and then if you find using these things yourself using these things enough then it will be worth it for you to buy the expensive, nice thing. Um, and I have to say, like, the setup's actually working pretty well. Oh, so you have it. You tried it. I have it. I tried it. Um, like, I don't know that I would recommend, like, either of these. Because yeah, the, the one down, do downside it. of the mic, like, I find <laughs> the sound quality pretty okay. Um, but the one downside is... It's kind of flaky, like you need to make sure you plug it in like really well because if you don't, there's going to be a bit of static. <laughs> so oh, no. it requires a bit of like testing. Um, I was like, okay, yeah, like you could, you can really tell like it's not the best um, from this, but <laughs> but if I plug it in just right, <laughs> then it works. And then uh, yeah, the tripod is just I don't know, a little little flimsy, but it you know. These things they they get the job done. <laughs> to quote uh, to quote our, our fan favorite Hamilton. Um, so I do want to like submit something um, for evidence, <laughs> basically. Okay. Do you? I don't have the I don't have the audio because what I was talking about is re- redacted. But we'll like have the chapter art update to this. But this is like the I want to. I want you to kind of like review my framing of my shot um, and okay. tell me what you think in terms of like image quality and like how does this overall thing look. So this is just like a still from the the recording. Uh, there's some nice like bokeh and there's some nice, you know, depth of feel. Like I, I can clearly see this is not an iPhone. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of that of that uh, plant in the foreground, like the, <laughs> you know, in front right. of you. I would I would probably move that away, put stuff just in the background. Have mm-hmm. you in the for, foreground? Although it makes it for like interesting, a bit different, unique, but I I don't think it's working. Um, this is me, know, like another, you know, you get a new tool, you're like, 
haha, I can have depth of field. Let me let me give you depth of field everywhere. Right. <laughs> uh, I put depth I of would... field in your depth of field. <laughs> okay, so here's this feedback is more of a like aspirational not that i think you should fix it it's more of like if you want to improve this this is some ways maybe you could mm-hmm. um i don't know what kind of lights you're using or if any but i would probably try to brighten up your face yes. light up your face a bit more 100 percent. because the background you know you have the you know the windows and the- yeah i agree like that's the one thing as soon as i saw i uh, saw this i was like mm, i would probably need a light and this is this is how i get started and <laughs> this is like this eventual <laughs> like pit of money that i'll just like keep throwing money into um but yeah i was like i really need a light <laughs> i thought i didn't but i totally like, if do. you don't want to if you don't want to get a light you can just reverse the thing have the windows in front of you and that natural light can be more yeah. than enough to light you up but then you probably it's going to be trickier to get like also as interesting of a background i assume uh even for privacy stuff i don't want yeah I'm not like sure the background on the other side is kind of like a white wall <laughs> so you know we could play with that it's really um, not interesting but yeah uh but yeah uh, I also did you get get some did you do any color light. correction on this a tiny bit so i'm the only the only app I'm using to uh, edit this is LumaFusion on my iPad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it kind of has limited functionality for, <laughs> you know, color grading and stuff. Um, like, I just find LumaFusion so, to be so much easier of an app to use than almost anything else. I don't have Final Cut. Like, I, like I should probably buy it at this point. But... Like I, I've tried another app. I forget the the name of it, but just rendering is so slow on my Mac. Where on, on my mm. iPad is like almost instant, like never any buffering, no stuttering, no anything. Whereas my Mac, it's like the fans are running at full speed. It's slow. It's clunky, <laughs> and it's just like. Ugh. Um, I'm happy to to give it a pass of Final Cut. I, have, I do have some. Um, I don't know if filters is the right word. Like some cinematic, uh, huh? Interesting things. We could do some tests if you want. You can you can see yeah, it over. I'd be curious. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's like it's better than it's way better than an iPhone. You're clearly going in the right direction. I don't know about the resolution. It still feels a bit low res. Yeah, well, 1080p, to be right? fair, this is a screenshot that I took on my iPhone uh, from oh, okay. the video. <laughs> so that explains so much. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but I do I do agree that I don't think the quality is is incredible. Like. It's no. 1080p, but it doesn't feel like a sharp 1080p, uh, and, and not in the way that it's like I don't think it's blurry. It's just like I don't know. It's hard to describe. It's just a low quality. Yeah, it's missing that. It, you might also be not. Well, I think you're in focus. I don't know if you did autofocus or not, but you just made slightly out of focus. Maybe that plant in the foreground might be messing that up. Yeah, I don't know. We yeah we didn't use autofocus, but. Um, I don't know. Anyways, um, so yeah, so I want to get some lights, but lights are expensive. I don't, I don't know how I will <laughs> keep using my strategy of like get the the cheapest possible thing that can like give you an improvement over what you have. So they're expensive and they're shopping. huge. Uh, yeah, like it's a it's a thing. big thing. It's not like a microphone you can just when you're not using put it you know in a drawer. You know, if you want like some good light boxes or like ring lights or ugh, don't do ring lights. But, like <laughs> yeah, they're huge, annoying. and it's you know. 
if you have a tiny apartment, if you live in a big city, a tiny apartment, yeah, <laughs> you know, the yeah, uh, the, the, honestly, that's been the one thing keeping me from buying lights because mm. like, I don't know where I would put them. Again, my desk is in my living room. I don't want to make like a big, you know, apparatus. Yeah, things, no, for me, it's things. like it has to fold away and disappear entirely, <laughs> right, <laughs> into, into a closet or something. So. Uh, we'll see. Anyway, so yeah, I still need to do some work, and I was also I also need a uh, a teleprompter. I think <laughs> I had like a stool with my iPad, but I was like, oh my god, I really wish I could have a teleprompter. This would be so much better. <laughs> oh, your iPad is fine. Don't buy a teleprompter. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I think I can still no. off on that a little bit, but That's but anyway, so it's been list. fun. It's like a new little hobby playing playing with those things and oh also another thing i realized immediately i was like oh it'd be really nice if i could like cut a cut between like two different shots <laughs> so i'm already thinking oh, like no. oh maybe i should have two cameras actually <laughs> you can have another iphone recording like b-roll just like a yeah but you know the quality like, is gonna be so different from that like i Maybe I'll if test you it out. if you use your like an iPhone in the ideal conditions, you're well lit. You don't have like busy backgrounds that you know it's gonna because you're gonna miss that bokeh. So having that difference in depth of field between mm-hmm. you know shot A and B that might be jarring. But if you use it, you know if you're clever and you use it, like just use the iPhone uh, camera, just like frame it like to take advantage of like the iphone camera mm-hmm. you know like right. <laughs> ideal set for that camera you might you might you know come up with something usable <laughs> cool <laughs> i don't know cool. man we don't we're running out of time uh there's a lot of stuff we still right. would like to talk about but well i guess we can talk about it next week do you see a uh, figma's update i saw the video announcement but i didn't get a chance to play with it yet how is it same same okay. uh, also no i haven't <laughs> i haven't played with it are we gonna lose uh, our <laughs> design podcaster license <laughs> <laughs> we're, 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 we're very close <laughs> we're yeah we're pushing our limits here uh yeah no so figma pushed a bunch of improvements to prototypes uh added uh ease curves you know transitions that's that's cool and also um i don't know what to call it but effectively like you have more options over, other than just like click a thing to go somewhere so a target can have multiple um destination so if you click on this you go to this one screen but if you swipe left you go to this other screen swipe right other screen whatever so you know it's, it's interesting to see them uh spend uh you know uh, investing in prototyping like mm-hmm. i i don't know i i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't know that that would that's like what they're focusing on right now <laughs> yeah but i but i do think they're doing a really good job at it um i <laughs> the other day i had to put together this like just walk through basically like prototype for something um just uh, anyways uh, not super interesting but like i didn't <laughs> i didn't want to bother anyone on my team to do it because like everyone was busy on on other stuff and it was kind of like uh for conversation with a stakeholder um so i was like all right like let you know i'm i should be able to do this <laughs> so i was like i kind of like took some i'm a designer some, right yeah i was like i took some mock-ups and i basically just need, needed to like reshuffle stuff around like get a modal to appear and then like you know conditionally show stuff and just like tweak some content here and there um 
Figma is so awesome for these kinds of things. Like I find mm-hmm. the combination of auto layout and the way like they do all of the animations and transitions where you can have like the you can have like different scrolling areas. Because it's like I have basically in my prototype, it's like I have imagine it's like the Shopify admin. So there's a fixed sidebar, a fixed like top bar. Within that, there's a scrolling view. I click on something. I need a modal to appear in the middle of the screen, fade the background and also be scrollable inside with like actions, you know, at the bottom in the footer of the modal. Like this is actually like a pretty complex, uh, you know, interface to to prototype and like have actually mm-hmm. the things all work and figma just ma- makes it so easy <laughs> to do all of this like you can just say yep like i want it to be a modal and just like appear here and apply this fade when i click on it and do all these things and, and then i can also have it um auto layout so it was like a fairly like content heavy modal and so i could go and just edit the text the modal shrinks it updates all all the prototype like it was just so awesome and i I was like this pretty like i'm pretty sure this should be like a figma ad or something (laughs) like this is just like the perfect use case i'm just leveraging all the features that make figma unique um and being like just really helpful and so yeah, I'm a big fan of how they're approaching these kinds of features. And and to me, those are the features that aren't in any other design tools. Like, that's, to me, that's their strength of, like, let's reimagine these sometimes similar challenges that other uh, design tools have tried. But, like, let's do it in our own Figma way. Um, and I think those are those are the biggest strengths for me. So... Yeah, good job. That's cool. I still haven't used prototyping features like to their full extent. Um, just not. It's not something I do very often. Uh, yesterday we had a brainstorming meeting at Netlify, and um, uh, Chrissy, my you know my friend designer pal Chrissy, she put together this 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 brainstorming exercise meeting, and it was a very like complex Figma file in where. All of a sudden, all the designers, front-end developers, mm-hmm. and like content people, like we're all in there. Um, like we had our own page for like as our workspace with a bunch of sticky notes. Um, yes. You could just change the text and like create all sticky notes, and then like there was one page per per exercise, and we would copy paste our sticky notes, put it together in a thing, and then we have those voting little circles. You can drag and drop your little available votes to. Anyway, that was like a magical experience that, honestly, I don't think any other design tool would be able to provide it, at least in this way. Um, and it was really cool. That was really cool. Yeah, there's so many of these things. We've been using that, too, like as, as just like post-its, like, and everyone mm-hmm. can have their color and duplicate and move things around. It's like actually easier to do it that, that way than do it in person. Um, mm-hmm. I know like more and more our Figma files have become like, I don't know how to say it. It's like Figma has almost become like the Excel of design tools. Like we're basically like, it is just like almost like an operating system of its own where there's just mm-hmm. like a million things that you can have. So like a lot of our Figma, I don't know if you call them files, but <laughs> let's call them files. Sure. Like there's obviously the cover. Then there's like project, like context, like helpful links. Cause now, cause you can do links from figma Mm -hmm. then you have like okay the ideation board like this is where we collaborate um there we have pages where it's like okay like this is just content (laughs) because 
believe it or not like we actually like work on a lot of content stuff there there's um i think i saw like one of my team members had like a some sort of like timeline and it's like in mm. like right in figma like where you can and you can quickly edit it like very easily with like you know the right. is it symbols or objects or i forget how they call them uh, uh components components there you go uh components and just have that all be reusable and have the design and have the prototype and like it's all just integrated together um and it's really cool um so yeah it's like i feel like i've often been critical of figma and like focus more on like the stuff that bothered me a little bit about it but there's also Same. a lot of like great stuff uh, about it so yeah good job figma <laughs> oh, we're running out of time we didn't even talk about the imac it's not even in our notes Turns out there's a new iMac model, and it's the same, and it's yeah, I mean, better, but it looks the same. It, and, ugh. <sighs> no, I'm definitely not going to get yeah. this one, uh, but I was really hoping for a redesign thing. And now I don't know. Now I don't know. That XDR display, man. Just wait for no, next don't year. Do that. It'll be fine. <laughs> anyway, okay, this is getting long. I have to jump. Um, do we do recommendations? Sure. Um, so my recommendation this week is probably lame, but, um, I just discovered that this was a thing. So, um, for the last, I mean, it's been a while now actually, but I've been trying to live this all USB-C lifestyle where <laughs> like all my cables everywhere has, have to be at USB-C. Um, and like part of it is when I travel, you know, not that it's a big concern these days, but when I travel, it's like, I don't have to to like think about it i can just bring basically any like power brick that i have and just plug anything in it um if i'm bringing my laptop like one thing i've discovered is i can have my laptop actually be a hub to charge three other devices and charge itself <laughs> um so it's just like there's a lot of like convenience in being able to do that um and uh i just saw and i don't know maybe this has been the case for a while but uh i just saw that uh, the apple store has now a USB-C cable for apple watch um and they used to have one but it was like the sh- world's shortest cable like i think it was like <laughs> I, i don't even know how long this is but like i'm showing rafa like this long it was like basically like the size of an iPhone, like the length of an iPhone was essentially like how long this cable was. Um, but now they've released like a proper sized one that's USB-C and I just, I just received it. Um, nice. And so this almost completes a full transition for me <laughs> to have all, literally all my cables be uh, USB-C. So um, I, I think the only thing I'm missing is my old Mophie charger that mm. still has like an old USB which I didn't need for my iPhone 11 so I, like I can't remember the last time I've used it but now that I've been on the beta actually I find that my battery has been draining itself faster mm. so I'm like thinking of maybe buying another another one so but yeah um, so if if you like have checked the, the Apple store a while ago and were like oh yeah they don't have any good options for USB-C cables for Apple Watch now they do so that's my recommendation um cool okay well, well by the way the, speaking of um apple watch chargers uh, do you use any sort of like dock or something uh in your bedside table or something at night for your phone <laughs> yeah stuff? i forget the name of it i use that that like air power 
uh, clone thing. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. It works fine most of the time, but it's also a little <laughs> bit clunky. Like the, especially the watch part. Um, like you have to mm. get it just so. And sometimes with the the watch band, I don't know if it's the magnetic connection or something, or because it's under this pad. But like sometimes just the the two like bands on the side are enough to like just lift the watch a tiny fraction that it stops charging. So it's kind of an unreliable charger. So I have like the pad, which has like basically two Qi chargers and the Apple Watch charger in the middle. And then I have a separate Apple Watch charger on the side. So, wow. Yeah. Okay. Kind of unfortunate, I, I got that, that official, like really old Apple Watch. It's not a pad. It's not the little, the little mat. Yeah. That UFO looking thing, right? Sure. <laughs> and I'm like, it's, 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 I think it's way too expensive for what it, like the value it provides, but it, it, it is nice. It is nice. I think it looks nice and it is nice, but so I don't think I've ever talked about it. <laughs> anyway. Um, cool. Okay. My recommendation is, um, an icon pack, uh, called discipline. It's a, it's a Mac OS big Sur icon pack from a listener, a uh, listener, Raven, you, uh, so th- they made this icon pack just made for Big Sur. And if you're like me and you've been using the beta here and there, um, it's surprisingly... <laughs> it, I was surprised by just how much it bothered me having like icons that are still not adopting that the new shape. Um, especially like Slack, which is this big round, as big as you can probably. Uh, <laughs> it just completely <laughs> messes up the grid. So I'm usually not into third-party icon packs, uh but this one especially if you're using the beta still like i think it's it's a must um it has uh, how many more than 100 icons and it's made i I assume you know raven uh they're a designer so they (laughs) they support like all the designery apps like affinity (laughs) designer (laughs) right abstract you know like all these more nerdy design tools like uh, cinema 4d even um so anyway, uh, I don't know how how much how much is it. Uh, let's see, it's five ninety nine the whole pack. Uh, you know, support a fellow designer, support a fellow layout listener, and you get an incredible icon pack. And you can see that there's a lot of time and uh, you know, <laughs> time and effort spent on this because they're really good. So I'm using them in Big Sur, um, and honestly, I think I'll probably uh, update some of my own, even like Catalina icons, because some of these are just. Just obviously better, I think. <laughs> so anyway, links in the show notes. Uh, do that. Do you, do you want to and tell people how you change the icons in case they want oh, to do sure. it? Oh, like, sure. Because I don't know that it's super clear how you do it. <laughs> that's a that's a good call. Uh, so there's a bunch of ways you can do this. Uh, but I would say the simplest is if you go to your applications folder. And by the way, this is this works on, I think, any and every uh, Mac OS version, not just Pixar. But, but so if you go to your application folder in, you know, in Finder and you select the app, you want to change the icon. And this also works with the folders. Um, if you do Command-I to go to the information or right-click and go to you know, see information or whatever, get info, um, then you get a little, a little uh, window, information window. And on the top left, you have the icon. Um, and if you do drag and drop, uh, an icon file or even a PNG, I think works. Drag and drop an icon file to that to that to the to the thing. It'll update. Now, 
this is so super super simple just drag and drop a thing and then you're done uh the problem with this approach and this method is that as soon as the app gets updated let's say you switched you know you updated the icon of an app that you downloaded from the store on a new update or whatever um you will have to do it again you'll revert back to the original mm-hmm. icon um so but there's apps that can do that for you but that's you know this is the simplest way that's what i usually do okay cool cool all right uh i'm late for my next meeting thanks oh. so much uh check check uh check the show notes uh layout.fm that's our website and um follow us on twitter at layout.fm kevin is at vernal kick i'm at uh, rafa hari this show is part of the spec fm network so if you're looking for more stuff to listen to uh well podcasts <laughs> go to the website spec.fm and we'll talk to you next week okay bye Bing.